furniture designer Sipo Twala will exhibit his work for the first time at the Design Joburg Fair, which starts tomorrow until Saturday. This will be happening at the Santin Convention Center. Uh, Uput Sipo is a former taxi driver and is the founder of Kwebula Arts, which specializes in designing and manufacturing custom-made furniture. He joins us on the line to tell us all about his business and his journey. Hi, Sipo. Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I am fantastic, awesome. Well, Sipo, this is an interesting shift from being a taxi driver to being a furniture manufacturer. How did this change come about? Yeah, um, it, was, it was actually unexpected, you know. So what happened was I actually stumbled into you know, the furniture design manufacturing industry. Um, at the time of the mm. taxi driver, you know, there many options or many job options, you know, understand, many job opportunities. So GGTA presented me an opportunity to take a, a short course uh, in, in learning how to use industrial uh, manufacturing machines. And that's when, I mean, I actually took the opportunity to actually, you know, venture into financial design. That was the best option that was available at the time, you know. So I just ventured into it and I just, you know, I, and I just fell in love with it, you know. So it's not something that I grew up wanting to do. It's just something that I stumbled into mm. and uh, I just ended up discovering that, you know, I'm really passionate about this thing, you know. Take us through your journey. So what do you mean you stumbled into it? Uh, yeah, like I'm saying, so at the time I was, I was a taxi driver, you understand? So TGP yeah. approached me with, uh, with an opportunity to uh, to learn uh, woodworking machines. And I was comparing me being a taxi driver and me learning how to use woodworking machines. And I thought, you know what? Um, oh, so somebody a, approached a you with a business <laughs> idea. Uh, I'll, 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 how can I say this? I accepted the learnership of my youth. It was something that I was oh. like, okay, I'm going to go in this for a while, learn that, and try to find something better. But when I got into that, okay. I was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I actually enjoy doing this. I actually love this. You understand? So I took it okay. from there and I started sort of like improving myself. And, um, yeah. So now you've been in the furniture industry for eight years, right? What have been some of your accomplishments over the years? Um, so I actually, so, so after the leadership, um, I started my own company named Vahashi. It was actually a collaboration with other, with, with other uh, students who were actually part of the, uh, the leadership. And the company didn't work out because we actually didn't have any experience in terms of like, you know, producing good quality work and, um, and managing a business and stuff like that. So the business actually failed within, I think, about eight months. And then after that, I got recruited by David Kano, who actually saw my passion, you know, so um, who was actually at the time one of you know, the best financial designers in the country. So when I actually walked into his workshop, I saw his work. I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Actually, I would say that he actually, he's actually the guy who sparked my interest in financial design. You know, so when I saw his work, it just blew my mind. I was like, you know what, I want to reach this level, you know, of, of, of cross, of, of being able to produce furniture and, um, and, and, and the quality was actually at a, at a global level. You know? So that is what I actually started aiming for. You know, after I made him. So, um, yeah. So, after I worked for him, I uh, started learning how to, because I had a background in carpentry at the time only. So, I started learning how to use InventorCAD and uh, 3D rendering software by watching YouTube tutorials, you know. So, but I also worked with architects and industrial designers, which I actually got a background in, in, in designing, you know. So, um, yeah. So, it's been a, a very interesting journey and a very educational journey for me. So, yeah. So, 
so from your learnerships right to starting your own business obviously that couldn't have been an an easy task for you or an easy project for you did you get any yeah. kind of funding assistance to to get you started with your business uh, uh no so it, okay so, so what happened was in 2018 in 20, so i was with david in 2018 i actually decided to to split david and actually start my own company so what i actually mm. And what I actually discovered since I actually started my own company is that, you know, entrepreneurship is one of those things that you never know how hard it is up until you actually try it. You know, so me yeah. actually attempting to, to start and build my own brand, I'm actually realizing, like, it's, it's, it's very, very, very difficult. And it's one of those things, nothing can prepare you. You can read a hundred books about entrepreneurship, but nothing can really, you know, prepare you for the, for, for the hardships that actually come with you know, uh, starting a business, you know, and uh, one of the things, one of the challenges that I'm actually facing as a, as a young emerging creative is getting funding, you know, and um, I've been surviving for the past three years without the funding, but I'm actually, I'm partly glad that I haven't received the funding because then um, I, I, uh, I sort of like gained some experience and, and how to handle finances and stuff like that. Whereas if I got the funding before I actually got the experience that I have right now, I probably was going to misuse the funding, but now if I can get the funding now, I have the experience. I know exactly what I have to do with it, and I know exactly what um, you know how to sort of like you know use to sort of like help scale up, scale up my business and grow my business. You understand? So, have yeah. you identified any possible investors who could who could fund your business? Uh no, not yet, not yet. Um, I'm really struggling. Like I said, you know, I'm really struggling with that. You know, and. Uh, Mm. I, all I just want to all I want to say is, you know, so when, when I got into the industry was, I, I got into the industry with the with the approach because I, I got into the industry without any connections, you understand? And I knew that there were so many obstacles that I was going to face because number one, you know, I'm young, I'm inexperienced, nobody knows me in the market, so it's like, you know, what, I'm going to come into the game by, you know, by being as as, as good as I possibly can. So I, I looked at who yeah. was the best in the market, and I was like, I'm going to, I want to be the best better than that person, you understand? So it was like, nobody can ignore you if you're really good at what you do. It doesn't matter if you're black or white or whatever. If you're really good at what you do, but people like you buy the product. It doesn't matter if the person you're learning is black or white. You understand? If the product is really good, people are actually, are actually going to buy it. So I, uh, that, that was the approach that I actually did when I got into the industry. Where, you know, I want to be, you know, um, the best at what I do. I'm going to use that as my selling point. And it's like, I don't want people to support me because I'm young and black. I don't want people to support me out of pity. I want people to support me because I'm, I am the first of what I do. You understand what I'm saying? So that is the approach that I used when oh. I got into the market. But still, I'm actually struggling to get, to, to, to get funded or to get the financial, financial assistance to sort of like scale up my business. You understand? So, yeah. Okay, so how much do your pieces go for? How much do your pieces um, go for? I so I have, I have the Kewan Dining Chair, which is one of my highest selling products. Um, it's selling for like $3,750. Um, and then I have um, the, um, the Indirella Cabinets. It's selling for like $18,550. Um, but I also have collectible pieces. I, I, yeah, I have a wide range of pieces. So if you can follow me on Instagram, Kubula Art, you can actually sort of like have an idea of what, what it is I do. So what, what I do is, so you have fashion designers, you have people who design sneakers. I'm actually the, the furniture designer that you, you understand. My approach is, I'm using the same yeah. approach that fashion designers actually use. You understand? So you can, you can actually sort of like come to me the same way you would go to a fashion designer and be like, you know, you know I want something like this, 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 and I'll be able to design it on CAD and be able to manufacture it. 
the, the one advantage with working with me is that I know how to design and I know how to manufacture and I know how to manufacture. Whereas, you know, most people actually only know how to design and also to manufacture. And we find that manufacturers don't really know how to use these design software, they don't know how to render and stuff like that. I know how to be both, you understand? So I'm, I guess why I'm able to sort of like, you know, work with, with clients who have no knowledge in terms of like designing and manufacturing and I'll be able to sort of like infuse my ideas, their ideas and be able to produce like a unique piece based on, you know, their specifications or my specifications, yeah. Okay, so what inspired no. the collection that no. you'll be exhibiting at the design? Hi, what what inspired yeah. the collection that you're going to be exhibiting at the design fair? I mean, exhibiting at the design fair is a huge platform, right? Potential funders yeah, will also yeah. be watching. Yeah, no, legit. I, I have a. Well, I'm, I'm I'm collaborating with Sir Abner, uh, who is mm. more into like fashion design. Uh, well, he's, he's more into the textile and tech and design, and I'm also, you know, I'm into, you know, uh, financial manufacturing. So we actually combined both our ideas. So we'll have like two new pieces, uh, which is a bench and a, and, and, and a cabinet, and then I'll have some of my other pieces from my, from my collection, which is a, a tripod bench, uh, a donor uh, occasional chair, and some dining chairs, you know, and, um, I mean, our pieces are not, are not copied from pin and trace, they're not copied from, from the internet. Everything is just original. And, like, if you, know, you haven't seen my pieces, when you see my pieces, you're going to be like, you know what, this guy is really, really, you know, coming in with something unique. Because I feel like this is what we need, wow. you know, here in Africa to sort of like, you know, we have to sort of like help push our industries. I'm in the furniture manufacturing industry and I'm really passionate about it. And I'm putting in an effort and making sure and I'm dedicating my whole life into sort of like helping grow the furniture manufacturing industry in Africa. You understand? By producing good quality work, quality uh, work that's going to be able to sort of like compete at a global level. You understand? So it's not only about the yeah. design. It's not only making the design look beautiful. The quality of the work is also at a global level, you know, so... Yeah. Wow, Sifo, where can we get to see this work? I mean, all of us want to go see it. Where, where can we access your work? Um, okay, so right now I'm only marketing on Instagram. Um, obviously, it's due to, you know, um, to a limited, um, I'm limited to, to funds and stuff like that. If I can get funding, I like, like I said, I know exactly how I'm going to implement it and how I'm going to use it to sort of like help scale up my business. Because right now, I mean, mm. I, I mean, I'm getting so much recognition. I'm only marketing on Instagram, only. You know, so imagine if I, if, if I start, you know, entering into other areas. You know, you understand. I'm sure, like myself, I'm actually going to travel and I'm going to, you know, um, um, yeah, sort of like I don't know if I'm going to blow up, but you know, I'm going to blow up. <laughs> I'll say it any other way, but yeah, sort of like you know, if anyway. I can just get someone who sort of like who could pick me up. Shit, I'm I, I, I definitely going to raise the bar in the finish of design when it's actually in game. Okay, so Sipo, what's your, what's your Instagram page then? It's at Kovula. So it's Kovula, it's K-H-W-E-B-U-L-A. Um, yeah, so I'm only available on, on, on Instagram right now. And then I'm going to open a, a soon up, I'll be on Twitter and, um, yeah, and then on Facebook and yeah, so you can check me out. Or you can just Google uh, Ed Quibula or Sipo Quibula. I'm sure you're going to see some of my, some of my stuff on, on the internet. My numbers are also on, 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 uh, on my Instagram page. But I'm also working on sort of like upgrading my website so that clients can be able to purchase stuff online. All right. Sipo, thank you so much for your time. We're definitely coming to Quibula Arts for some custom-made pieces. Uh, we'll be there pretty soon, so you can count on that. Thank you so much, Sipo. Enjoy the rest of your day. And, of course, all the best for the design fair. 
All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward cool. to anybody who's able to come through. Come through. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Thank you, Sipo. That's furniture designer Sipo Twala. He'll be exhibiting his work for the very first time at the Design Jobek Fair, which starts tomorrow until Saturday at the Santin Convention Center.